gentlemen seven o'clock on a saturday night and as usual that means it's time for the other podcast i'm your host robert stacy mcgain and i'm not hello folks it's john hogue here the other guy on the other podcast and live and direct from exotic valdosta georgia good evening diana Good evening. Um, I'm not sure how much use I'm going to be to you guys tonight. I have a really heavy cold. Um, well, we, but I saved a, a particular thing for you that I thought would be uh, interesting. I know. I know. Hang on I for thought, that. At least. Well, just, just I will. All, all we need is your laughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, you've got that for sure. Uh, anyways, but uh, yes, you can find my good friend John Hoag's blogging at hoagwash.com. Stacy, leave your microphone alone. You're just making rattles. It's picking uh, you up just fine. Okay. Uh, and uh, and Stacy blogs at the other com and other fine spots around the interwebs. And Diana has actually been known to blog herself. Yes, yes, time. I have. <laughs> So there it Daily is. Dailyadvancement.com and hire me to do work, guys. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. She's available uh, to do all your um, Stacy, leave your microphone alone. All her I edit. I edit. I do nonprofit stuff. I investigate. Uh, I investigate charities if you need it done. Yes. Yeah, so, and I can attest to her uh, high quality work. And how so is Stacy? Yes. That's right. How is. Um, uh, how is the weather down there in lovely South Georgia? It is glorious. Fall has arrived uh, with blue skies and perfect weather. I mean, it's cold at night, which is perfect, and then it's warm. It warm-ish during the day. It's glorious. <laughs> yeah, fall arrives in November down in that part of Georgia. And sometimes of it waits till December. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, well. Uh, speaking of that part of Georgia, uh, news oh from the Valdosta Daily Times, oh an altercation outside a Remerton club resulted in the fatal shooting of a bartender closing up the establishment early Sunday morning. The Georgia Bureau of Investigation identified the shooting victim as 21-year-old Brianna Long. Yeah. Uh, she and other employees were finishing up closing down the bar after it closed about 2 a.m. Uh, the shooting took place about 2.30 when mostly employees were left inside and a few patrons that were friends of employees. At the request of Remerton Police, where's Remerton, by the way? It's sort of surrounded by, it's one square mile surrounded by Valdosta. 
Oh, okay. It's okay. got a really and cool little old cemetery that I someday I'm going to get into so I can actually have a look at what's in there. At the request of Remerton police, the GBI initiated a murder investigation at the Pier Bar on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Um uh, the bar is formerly known as Flip Flops, and um, the yeah. gunfire came from outside the venue and struck Long. Uh, she okay. was taken to South Georgia Medical Center, where she died from her injuries. So, yeah. a a uh, she was a Valdosta um, State a, University student. Yes, yeah from from Dallas, Georgia, which was up my neck of the woods next yeah. to uh, near Douglas County. So uh, she was a dental hygiene student. So yep. um, anyway, so uh, death in Valdosta, where the crime wave continues. Yep. Yeah, it's it. Maybe it's not as bad as Chicago, but it's still pretty bad. It's yeah. bad enough. I swear. Yeah. It's just, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> and if, yeah. if all the bars in Remerton were closed, um, a lot of our crime would go away. Aha. Uh -huh. The bars in Leave Remerton. Leave your microphone alone, Stacy. You're okay. just making noise with it. It's picking you up just fine. All right. Okay. I'm just trying to get it located <laughs> properly. It is. All right. All right. Well, uh, okay then. Oh, wait, it's that part of the show where you, where get, you to get to rant, rant about football. About football. Well, Go. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Okay, then. Well, folks, uh, uh, a little uh, uh, home news here. Uh, my good friend John Hogue is an alumnus of uh, Vanderbilt And University. I managed to get you to root for us today, didn't I? Yes, I was cheering Were for Vanderbilt. Were you playing Auburn? Yes, yes. Vanderbilt uh, was... Uh, playing host to the Auburn Tigers, uh, but uh, it did not go so good. Uh, Auburn won 31 to 15, so losing to Auburn. Yeah, well, that's bad. Look, there, there, you could have a worse name for a team. Mm. Oh? Well, yeah, the Redskins changed their names to the Commanders. Which is okay. ludicrous. Well, but, uh, yeah, a commander is two notches down the rank structure from a Commodore. Oh, okay. I know. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Yeah, speaking of a, uh, a and you don't didn't don't even have Lionel Richie singing for you. I mean, what can we say? Uh, speaking of uh, verbal uh, double entendres, uh, you know that I'm an alumnus of Jacksonville State University in mm -hmm. Jacksonville, Alabama. Uh, where our football team is the Fighting Gamecocks, and uh, oh, every um, um, uh, every time uh, before a game, the girls would take that white paint on the windows of their dorm room and go, "Go, Big Cocks!" Oh, good grief! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, anyways, well, I want to say that uh, it, it was a great day to be a Gamecock uh, today. Um, uh, because the South Carolina Gamecocks made the mistake of scheduling Jack State as their homecoming opponent. Jack State being a, 
uh, a lower tier so, sort of competition. They but, thought they would romp all over you guys, huh? Yes, they did. But with a big <laughs> C, little O, C, K, S, Jack State Gamecocks, oh, hell yes. Uh, <laughs> that's why we used to, used to cheer. At one point, uh, we were leading uh, 28 to 21, uh, against the uh, home uh, team, but um, finally they came back and with a late interception, uh, South Carolina defeated Jack State 38-28, but by God, we put a scare into them. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of uh, uh, scary events in uh, South Carolina, uh, mm. Notre Dame went down to Clemson Notre Dame ranked 15th, and they were taking on uh, a Clemson team that was 4-4, four and four, which is just about the worst record uh, in 15 years, okay? They haven't lost four games in a season in so long that most people don't even remember it. And, they were, and people were uh, bad-mouthing the uh, Clemson coach. He went on a talk radio show, and uh, – uh, somebody called in and uh, was ragging out uh, Coach Dabo Swinney, and he just Aww. gave them both barrels. And this went viral. And uh, the Clemson Tigers were fired up playing at home against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And Clemson 31, Notre Dame 23. So uh, congratulations to my friends. I've got some friends who are Clemson fans. Um, but let's see what's going on right now in the fourth quarter. Uh, f number four, Florida State leads Pittsburgh 24 to 7. Um, uh, Oregon, ranked number six, leads uh, Cal Berkeley 28 to 13. Uh, uh, Ohio State kind of had a little bit of a scare. Uh, they were trailing nine to seven at halftime at Rutgers, uh, but came roaring back in the second half. Ohio State 35, uh, Rutgers 16. I think what you're hearing, Stacy, is uh, a cat on a microphone. No, what you're hmm? actually hearing is my dog, uh, for ah. no good reason, scraping at the rug. Okay, okay. okay. These damn and I'm dogs. restraining myself from smacking him because he's a good dog, generally speaking. Yeah, oh. well, Stacy was Stacy was going, where, where's the noise? Where's the noise? Yes, yes. I was looking around trying to figure out where that noise was coming from. I am yeah. sorry. It's just, I, I, the mic picks up the weirdest things. <laughs> In Austin, Texas, uh, uh, I'm sure the fans of the Longhorns are making some noise because <laughs> number number seven, Texas had to come from behind with a uh, field goal in overtime. Wow! Uh, yeah, uh, to defeat number twenty three, Kansas State, thirty three to thirty. And uh, so Texas had a good scare, but they're eight and one, and and so uh, uh, the Texas fans can be happy. Texas A and M. Meanwhile, almost upset number 10, Ole Miss. Ole Miss, you know, coming off a, a big uh, homecoming victory last week, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> 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 Anyways, uh, Ole Miss 38, 
Texas A&M 35. Uh, the 17th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers stomped UConn, uh, University of Connecticut, that is. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 59 to 3. That's actually a, a girls' basketball team, right? <laughs> rather yeah, than yeah. football. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, uh, number 18, Utah defeated Arizona State 55 to 3. Uh, Army uh, upset number uh, uh, 25, Air Force. It was Army mm-hmm. 23, Air Force 3. So go, Army. Mm-hmm. Uh, the number two Georgia Bulldogs, and and by the way, the Bulldogs yeah. are very upset about being ranked number two. Um, I'm uh, sure they are behind yeah. Ohio State. The undefeated uh, Georgia Bulldogs remain undefeated in a home game in Athens, uh, defeating number twelve Missouri, thirty to twenty one. Uh, oh, upset number twenty two Oklahoma State. Uh, defeated number nine Oklahoma, twenty-seven to twenty-four. Mm. Uh, uh, Penn State, ranked number eleven, defeated Maryland, fifty-one to fifteen. Uh, thirteen ranked Louisville. I didn't realize they were ranked number thirteen. Uh, Thirty-four to three over Virginia Tech, and. Uh, a team we're uh, a university we're going to be talking about uh, later. Uh, mm. Number twenty-four, the Tulane Green Wave, uh, held off East Carolina. They were playing at East Carolina, and I don't even know where East Carolina campus is. Uh, mm. It's it's it, it's in the eastern part of uh, Carolina. Uh, <laughs> well, Stacy, uh, no, it's a it's pro- the easiest way to locate it for you. It's about halfway between Fort Bragg and the beach. Oh, okay, all right. Well, anyways. Um, so it's in North Carolina. It's Eastern yeah. North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I know. Well, anyways, 24 Tulane, uh, 24 ranked uh, Tulane. Um, what is uh, a defeat- green wave? The green wave. It's, it's, that's what their school is called. Uh, they- that is bizarre. Okay, yeah. never well, mind. Well, anyways, the green wave defeated East Carolina 13 to 10. And uh, in about 45 minutes, uh, they're going to be howling, and I'm sure they're already howling, in Baton <laughs> Rouge, uh, where the LSU Tigers, uh, uh, who are, let me see what they're ranked. Uh, yeah, ranked number 14. Oh, I'm sorry. This game is being played in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Oh, Alabama Crimson Tide ranked number eight at home. Uh, against the LSU Tigers, who are ranked 14th, so that might be a good game. Uh, you <laughs> well, yeah, well, a good game, and it, it's going to be a heart attack. Is what it's going to be, and so, so I, I always like games where I'm not really invested. I, I, you know, my heart can't handle watching Alabama play. You know, it, <laughs> it becomes, um, yeah. It's, a, it's it's an emotional it, experience. So there is your college football scoreboard for uh, Saturday, November fourth. Yes, and one of the other things that that uh, we have going on though uh, uh, is there's actually been some real news in the world and some real anniversaries. One of the anniversaries that occurred <laughs> during the previous week was when uh, uh, Elon Musk uh, took over. Walked at, in with the sink. Yes. Yep. Uh, took over at Twitter. 
And so I asked the question at my blog, is X better than Twitter? Um, and well, yeah, uh, it's certainly different now than it was a year ago before the Musk takeover, but it's still pretty opaque mm -hmm. and non-communicative about its actual policy. Stacy, leave the microphone alone. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, actual policies and procedures. Um, but it's gotten somewhat more responsive in, uh, in, in some ways than others. Uh, I had a problem with them about they were tagging my astronomy posts as being uh, 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 sensitive and, and having uh, con content that might be either uh, offensive or obscene. Uh, yeah. And, well, if you call it starborn, what do you expect? Well, it'd been called it, it had been called that as a gag for a decade. I'm uh, aware, but these and, they but, take things very literally. What can well, I no, say? No, actually, they they didn't uh, until um, uh, right before Christmas uh, last year, and so I filled out their complaint form, and they would uh, give me a you know generic response back, and they would also tell me, "Oh, we removed the tag," and you'd go look, and the tag was still there. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and, and so it was the typical automated, opaque, nonsense uh, response if you got one. So mm -hmm. I wrote a nice uh, letter, sent it by certified mail to the legal department. Mm -hmm. And the first one, letter didn't do the trick, but they finally stopped uh, tagging those tweets uh, and removed <laughs> all the false tags after another rather strongly worded letter and uh an exchange of emails with your legal department and the one thing i can think of may have come out of it is uh they were saying that they were doing things and they weren't doing them uh, and they were saying they weren't doing things which they were doing and i think i probably helped their legal department identify someone uh from the previous regime who needed to go Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All of them, by the way. I well, don't think my experience with them hasn't been perfect, uh, but it's been better. I okay. have to say I much I much prefer the community notes feature to a trust and safety council that I felt was could not be trusted and did not make anybody safe. Well, <laughs> they made certain people safe. Uh, well, as they, long as you were one of theirs. Yes. Well, and in fact... Um, a free. Uh, the, the, converse, the conversation is a whole lot more diverse. It's almost as good as when it was when I joined uh, in 2012, I think it was. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, back when they were still pretending to be the free speech free wing speech of the, free, or, or the uh, yeah. free speech party. Uh, there was a, a thing, you know, celebrating the, the, uh, the anniversary. The Hill had a, uh, a piece up by uh, someone who had been a former trust and safety team member. And I am so glad she got fired. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, right. I'm not, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but uh, most, most importantly, the, the, her piece ended, we must make these changes quickly because the future of our democracy. Our democracy. Our democracy. Not uh, democracy. But our democracy. Well, you know, there's that phrase again. And I have a feeling that her hour does not include me in the same circle as uh, <laughs> she thinks people. Certainly are. not. I tell you what, the thing in, in that email that got me it, it, mm. is when she said, it's time to stop using X 
and participating in Musk's immoral and dangerous failing free speech experiment. Wow, you know, um, uh, talk about facts, not in evidence. <laughs> I mean, but the idea that free speech is immoral and dangerous is what she yeah. seems to be well, saying. Look, when, when a group or person, whatever, when, when a group can't control uh, things by any other means other than censorship, because their ideas won't stand up to criticism or debate or the facts, they're not on the same side as truth, okay? And censored Twitter was on her hour's side. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, her hour isn't uh, pleased to have lost control of, of Twitter mm -hmm. and uh, transform into X. So is X better than Twitter? Yeah, it is. Is it perfect? No, but it is a whole lot better. It mm -hmm. really is. Um, by the way, so let's let's go from from uh, from the social media to uh, the, uh, and 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 how it used to be so censored and the continuing episode saga of can't leave the microphone alone. Taste. See, Taste. there he goes. He's trying. To, <laughs> I, I'm telling you that Stacy. You admit in this pace that I know something about where to put the mic. Okay, <laughs> okay. there we go in there. Okay, the headline on my post is Rolling Stone has become the SP. Evidently. Yeah, uh, the headline on their article is Dolly Parton defends duet with Kid Rock says cancel culture is terrible. It is. Yeah, anyways, Dolly Parton knows Kid Rock can be uh, polarized. But ah. she decided to release either or her duet with the Bud Light bashing personality anyway. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, the Country Music and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame member said she could accept Kid Rock for who he is. The recording will feature on her upcoming Rockstar album, Quote, of course, I did that before the controversy that he had, but somebody was talking to me the other day. How could you do this with Kid? She said. I said, <sighs> hey, just because I love you doesn't mean I don't love Kid Rock. Just because I love Kid Rock doesn't mean I don't love you. I don't condemn or criticize. I just accept and love. And then... In a parenthesis, this writer writes, note, it's unclear which controversy Parton was referring to when she said she recorded it before the controversy since Billboard has a timeline of rock gaps that go back to 2024. 2004. 20, 2004. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. 2004. I said that wrong. I'm in the wrong decade there. Is it anyways? And, and as I said, that if you tune into uh, tonight's episode of the other podcast, you'll probably hear my friend John Hogue, who used to be a recording engineer in Nashville, share mm. some Dolly Parton anecdotes, which as usual with John's anecdotes, won't have anything to do with the point I'm trying to make, which is that many journalists nowadays seem to think it's their job to act like grand inquisitors yes. pursuing heretics. I've only got one Dolly Parton story. Okay, go for it. Okay, 
Well, first of all, uh, a lot of people aren't old enough to remember when she was the second banana in an act with Porter Wagner. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. That and, was a long time ago. Right. I remember Porter Wagner, yes. I was That's teeny tiny. Uh, port, and, and, um, and to refer to Porter Wagner as a jerk uh, oh, yeah. is, is probably defamatory to jerks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and he seemed so nice. Oh um, God, he was, he had a reputation. Even I have heard the stories. Uh, but anyway, so Dolly uh, got to the point where, uh, you know, she was able to uh, move out on her own, have her mm -hmm. own act. And I guess that it would have been the, it would have been the early to mid seventies when this happened. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's when she started uh, recording a lot of stuff that actually got, was actually Go well, on. well, yeah. Well, here's what: uh, uh, if you remember the TV show Hee Haw, mm -hmm. there yes. was a there was a left-handed bass player in the house band named Bobby Dyson, and Bobby yes. Bobby had a demo studio in his garage, mm -hmm. and Bobby had been Porter's bass player for a while, and so mm -hmm. when uh, uh, it was it was time for. Uh, uh, Dolly Parton to spin out on, on her own and she was looking for a place to record demos of, of her songs and that sort of stuff before the, you know, they, she had signed with RCA as a mm -hmm. solo act. Um, I, I, anyway, I was working, I was, I was the guy running the console at Bobby's place most of the time. So mm -hmm. anyway, I'm in there setting up for this demo session and the, the equipment was fairly tall, it, you know, looking one way th uh, through the control room and everything. And various people were walking in and I noticed this really uh, good looking, petite, short, very tiny woman, uh, brunette with a pixie haircut come mm -hmm. in and, you know, among the, uh, the, the people and everything else. And I didn't realize who it was until she walked around the equipment. <laughs> yes. And she was one of the nicest sweetest people I ever worked with. She is everybody I have ever heard of who has met her in any circumstance whatsoever. She could, she, uh, one person I know who met her, she was soaking wet, stuck by the side of the road, wearing clothes. She, she changed out of her stage clothes, but she was still not really adequately dressed for the weather mm -hmm. that she got caught in. Um, her bus had uh, had an issue and it lost. Her it had, bus had an issue. Her bus, oh, not her oh, bus. Oh, oh, her sorry, bus sorry. was, was, was hanging out just fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, but bet. she was, uh, but, uh, somebody stopped to offer, um, you know, stopped to offer, uh, they were driving a van. They offered the, the folks who were standing on the side of the road, a chance to get out of the, out of the rain and into the van. And she was really sweet to them. She was grateful. She was polite. She was kind and she didn't pull any kind, anything, you know, she wasn't like, oh yeah, I'm so privileged. She got her crew in first and then herself. She came. You, you, you. She came from nothing. Yes, she did. I, I she mean, never I forgot mean, it. Uh, uh, if you've been to that part, now that the interstate has come through and there's all this mm -hmm. tourism and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but the, uh, that part of Tennessee was 
It was it was poor back when she was growing up. Dollywood is the economic answer anchor of Sevier County. Yes, yeah. yeah and yeah. don't forget the song that song she does about the coat of many colors. Oh yes, anyways. Yeah, but, but, but the other thing, the other thing that you know, having you know been in the same place with her, you know, uh, working uh, to where you could really see who who she is what she really looks like she's a lot more beautiful without the stage makeup oh uh, yeah i mean and 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 i really believe that you know she's serious when when she has her, one of her stock lines is you have no idea how expensive it is to look this cheap <laughs> yeah all right are we through with the dolly parton stories yeah, we can. Okay. Sure. Okay, so now we can continue. But you see, I, the kind of reporting I did on uh, the tr the truth and the fact backs up your thing of, of, about uh, the way uh, modern journalists uh, don't uh, go with the real story. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Dolly Parton's got it right. Uh, the heck with it. He sings well. I sing well. Well, she doesn't anymore, but that's okay. Um, she does pretty well for being 77 years old. For, she's 77. Her voice is not what it was. Anyways, as I said, many journalists nowadays act like the Southern Poverty Law Center compiling <laughs> dossiers on people who somehow strayed into wrong thing uh, so that they can expose these thought criminals and destroy their careers. I and mean, mm -hmm. the point I'm trying to make is that the phrase cancel culture, it, it's uh -huh. like political correctness. It, it, it's thrown out there as a joke, okay? It sounds kind of jokey nope. when you talk about cancel culture, but the left seriously wants to prevent anyone who disagrees with them from earning a living in any occupation mm -hmm. that has cultural or political influence. I mean, yep. they've tried, you know, they tried for years uh, to get uh, Rush Limbaugh off the air. Uh, they have boycotted the advertisers at Fox News, and you, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, not effectively. I myself, you, uh, you've, have, you've been demonetized. I've been demonetized, so I know what this means. Okay, and so, um, uh, so, anyways, well, they have this list, as they mentioned, of mm. of all of Kid Rock's gaffes, <laughs> and and one of them, including. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, 2011, Rock was slammed for his notorious use of the Confederate flag on stage and accused of racism by protesters, which he defended as an act of homage to his idols, Leonard Skinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, he goes on to say, you know, uh, I've never flown that flag with any hate in my heart, not one ounce. And he goes on and he uh, received an award from uh, the NAACP's Detroit chapter for his work in the community. So, mm -hmm. so anyways, um, uh, yeah. Well, no, I was just going to, uh, I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, they're, they're trying to demonetize us. They're trying to marginalize us. They're trying to, uh, shut down our voices. Fortunately though, there's things like our blogs and this mm -hmm. podcast, but speaking of monetization, Stacy, they're uh, telling about the yellow button. Yes, folks. Uh, <clears throat> 
I'm sorry, I'm going to wiggle the mic one more time here. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. anyways, uh, folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the center column, a yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, shackles, any currency you've got, except, of course, Russian rubles. You can contribute through the PayPal donate button uh, to help support the blog, to help support this podcast, and, of course, to keep my wife happy because she likes it when I make money off this gig, and keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hogue's blog, hogwash.com. Yeah, well, uh, I have a blog too, and it's called Hogwash. And over there in the uh, sidebar on the right, you'll see a tip jar icon. Click on it, and it will take you to my PayPal account where you can help support Hogwash or this uh, podcast. Or you can do uh, your shopping at the Hogwash store, and obviously I, I get a cut of that action. Or you can do your Amazon shopping using the Amazon affiliate links that you'll find at Hogwash and the other McCain and at other fine blogs about the interwebs. Uh, when you use a blogger's uh, a link uh, that's a part of their affiliate program, uh, the blogger gets a cut of the action. You pay the same price. And it's a nice thing that Amazon does to support the blogosphere. Regardless of how you choose to support us, though, Please remember the five most important words in the English language. Hit the freaking tip jar. Indeed. Now, how did we get spend 20 minutes talking about Dolly Parton? We didn't. And I didn't even get to talk about the General Lee and Daisy Duke. Uh, good timing. <laughs> yeah, because frankly, uh, Catherine Bach, whatever happened to Catherine? I have no idea. No, uh, well, anyone I can else. tell you what happened to her in my fantasies, but you probably don't want to hear that story. No. Well, no. Stacey, that provides a perfect lead in to the next section, which is uh, based around a post I did called The Afterlife Two Views. And the first view uh, can be seen lurking about uh, on X. Uh, there's oh, my. a thing here that uh, has a link uh, that memory. Uh, uh, has to a, uh, a, a, a imam explaining uh, why Hamas terrorists prefer the virgins of paradise over the women of earth. And he claims that terrorists who die while waging jihad receive 72 virgins in paradise. And you can watch the video and you can see that it's just, okay, if that's your theology, I can understand why you're doing that. But I also provided an alternate report from paradise. <laughs> It reads as follows. The next thing Osama bin Laden saw after the muzzle flash was the <laughs> gates of paradise and the angel Gabriel beckoning him Why? in. He walked through the gates triumphantly, but had only gone a few feet inside when he was struck from behind and knocked to the golden street. He rolled over and saw George Washington winding up to hit him again with a walking stick. He tried to roll away, but he got kicked by Thomas Jefferson. He tried to get up and run, but he was tackled by Patrick Henry, who began pounding away with his fists. Shocked, bin Laden looked at Gabriel and cried out, 
what is happening here? Gabriel replied, oh, those are just some of your 72 Virginians. <laughs> Boom. Boom. But uh, that that uh, leads us into uh, a, a segue about what's going on, not only in the Middle East, but the reaction here in the U.S. and anti-Semitism on campus. You know, I did not know until yesterday uh -huh. that 44% of students at Tulane University are Jewish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I had no idea... Uh, that there were so I knew that Andrew Breitbart, that was his alma mater, and he just basically he said the reason that the political correctness didn't stick with him is that he was just there to party. Uh, he went there, uh, you know, because um, Tulane, of course, is in New Orleans, famously a party school, and uh, in in uh, and what had happened was that when the Mothers Against Driving uh, bullied. Um, uh, Ronald Reagan into re raising the national drinking age to uh, 21. Uh, Louisiana held out for many years. Mm. Uh, uh, they they just turned down federal highway money while they uh, appealed to the Supreme Court. Well, that explains uh, a lot. Uh, but anyways, but they uh, it was still. 18 was still the drinking age in New Orleans. And so that's why Andrew Breitbart from Los Angeles uh, decided to go to the other L.A., uh, Louisiana. But anyways. Well, I, will, I will note that the other Southern school, private school with a high percentage of Jewish uh, students is Vanderbilt. Mm -hmm. And yeah. once again, uh, well, back Duke as well, you yeah. know, uh, uh, Steve Miller, Stephen Miller, number. the advisor to Trump mm -hmm. was from LA and, uh, went to Duke university and he got radicalized there boy. Uh, because th there was crazy shit going on on campus back then. Pardon my, uh, French. Lots well, of it. Anyways, um, so you've, it, got, you've got this piece about uh, the freedom struggle. At, uh, yes, the freedom struggle is what they're calling. If you're a Hamas supporter who wants to express hatred of Jews, what better place to do it than at Tulane University? Anti-Israel protesters assaulted multiple people at Tulane University in New Orleans on October 26th. Uh, the most serious being after Jewish students at a rally responded to those aboard a truck who were uh, who attempted to set an Israeli flag on fire. Several arrests were made. None of those arrested were students and all have been banned from campus. Uh, the rally was organized by a group uh, that was only created an e a week earlier called Tulane for Palestine. And they held their protest near where the Tulane Hillel, Hillel being the uh, student group for uh, university students who are Jewish. Mm -hmm. Tulane Hillel was co-hosting an anti-Semitism awareness week event. And so, so this uh, caused the um, uh, conflict. And which I go on to uh, quote uh, from the account at some length. Mm. Uh, but the point is, is that the only reason this group exists is to harass Jews at yes. Tulane. Um, and uh, after um, 
this uh, protest, and and by the way, uh, this the university president at Tulane uh, condemned the violence, and so uh, the New Orleans-based Tulane Students for Palestine, which the university does not recognize as an official student group, on Wednesday took to Instagram to defend its use of the slogan from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which of course uh, calls for the Jewish state's annihilation. That slogan, the group said, is merely a call for a state in which, quote unquote, all people, including Jews, could live as equal. And that is bullshit. Of course it's bullshit. The group also dismissed the uh, threat of Palestinian terrorism, arguing that white supremacy, (sighs) white supremacy is a larger threat to the Jewish people than what it called, quote unquote, the struggle for Palestinian liberation. And you go on and read this thing, quote, the biggest threat to us as Jews is and always has been white supremacy. You are hurting Jews and Palestinians when you conflate the freedom struggle (sighs) with white supremacy. Yeah, well, you know, you have another post here that I'm going to have a lot of fun with. Um, Mm -hmm. And the uh, guy who's the subject of it really doesn't look like a white supremacist. <laughs> but he, oh, no. he, and, and he doesn't look all that dangerous to start with, but he's an engineering major. Yes, he's an engineering <laughs> always major. Be, we're, always worry about engineering majors, friends. Yeah, Yeah, those engineering majors are dangerous. The, the engineering majors are dangerous. Feds arrest students who threaten Jews. And the uh, student's name at Cornell University is Patrick Dye. And I'm looking at this guy and I agree that, well, maybe he's white adjacent, as they sometimes say. But Patrick Dye, age 21, a junior at Cornell University, is originally from Pittsburgh, New York, was arrested Tuesday on a federal criminal complaint charging him with posting threats to kill or injure another using interstate communications. Die, and I'm reading from the uh, uh, report from the Justice Department, Die posted threatening messages on the Cornell section of an online discussion site calling for the deaths of Jewish people in a post that said, quote-unquote, gonna shoot up 104 West. And that is the address of a dining hall that caters predominantly to kosher diets located next to the Cornell Jewish Center. Dye allegedly threatened to stab and slit the throat of any Jewish males he sees on campus to rape and throw off a cliff any Jewish females and to behead any Jewish babies in that same post. He threatened to, quote-unquote, bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews. Now, yeah, yeah well, okay. Well, now, I've got friends. He isn't in ah. depression, dear. He's a, he's he's uh, actually got, looks like he's a paranoid schizophrenic. Yeah, well, anyways, he, his uh, parents immediately told These the media that he is, he is suffering from uh, depression, which caused him to leave school 
uh, for an entire year. And so they theorize that his depression is somehow linked to the case. And yeah, well, okay. He's look. mentally ill. The thing is, as I pointed out in my response to this story, um, was frankly, uh, when I look at some, when I see some humanities major or grievance studies major uh, spouting this sort of thing, I look at them, I assess them as best I can, and usually I just kind of shrug. They're, they're just mouthing. Um, but an engineering student, I take it very seriously. In terms of threat assessment, I always take engineers very seriously. <laughs> of, uh, it's like, fear the mad scientist. I, I fear the very upset engineer. Yeah, indeed, we engineers are among the most dangerous people on the planet. You're We're meticulous, you plan, and you actually respect your tools and know what they will do. We're, this what, is a the mad We're what the mad scientists wannabes could be if they knew how to actually make something work. Okay. Now then add to that your basic crazy uh, person level of dangerousness and crazy engineers are extremely dangerous. Extremely. Keep an eye on this guy. Yeah. Speaking of dangerous people and yeah, uh, dangerous people. And, and, and by the way, I mean, if someone wanted to hate quote unquote, dirty pig Jews, I could think of one that they might want to hate. Well, I, uh, Sam Bankman Freed, if he had a bar mitzvah, bar mitzvah um, he probably, it was probably vegetarian. Um, there's something that, okay, look, um, I intend to write about this eventually, but um, I'm reading through everything I can get on his trial. As a lot, as you are aware, I am, very much, I am very, very, very interested in this case. <laughs> go on. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Because the uh, my my big interest in it is this is a big hit to uh, the to dark money for the Democrats. Well, it is. Well, actually, how dark uh, was it? By the it? way, what they're saying is Sam Bankman Freed was convicted on all counts. Yeah. Yep. Of nine counts of fraud no well, seven just seven, seven. currently well, just seven well that yeah well yes there's there more whole, there, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that uh it that it, that that uh, this is these are these are people involved in crypto yeah why, well why, okay why do you okay. think that every why do you think that everything that's in the list that you can get from the fc fec is the, uh, the whole list it isn't. But here's the thing. Here, let's be clear about this. He's been convicted of seven counts of uh, essentially money laundering, wire fraud, uh, fraud upon investors, fraud upon it, theft from his customers. You name it, he's been convicted of it. Um, these seven charges add up to about 110 years maximum. Um, I have been pretty sure he's not going to get anything close to that, but yeah. I may be surprised yet. <laughs> but the whole thing is, um, first of all, my big issue has been from the beginning, who fell for this? Um, the Sequoia Investments, which is a huge uh, investment advising fund, uh, wrote a endless puff piece on this, on this guy. And they never seem to have looked at this and said, inappropriate social presentation. 
talks of just just chatters off his head uh assumes talks over your head pretends that you are not intelligent enough to know what he's talking about this is a con man and they didn't say that they never said that they and they said and they used his um oh i'm gonna give it all to charity uh crap mm -hmm. um as a cup as a smoke screen and cover for him I am so mad at everybody involved in this. It, there's it, it. You've got no. I've got no words. Nobody did due diligence. I well, could have told you not to spend money with this guy. Uh, For yeah. one thing, crypto is a really great way of transferring your hard currency into the con's hard uh, uh, pocket, yeah. leaving you holding this this amorphous thing that means nothing. Well, think you can think of it as a wonderfully done. For-profit grift. It's a grift. And, of course, he was hiding it behind a non-profit grift, which makes it even more disgusting. Yeah. Anyway, but sorry. In other, but in other legal news, uh, the D.C. Court of Appeals, Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit, has uh, set aside uh, the gag order against Trump. Good. Uh, and in that, his DC January 6th trial. Yeah. So uh, that's that's going to be interesting um, uh, to see how that works. And then I had uh, I have a, a brief thing here I had to put in front of uh, the, the 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 following thing. Um, this is, this is uh, Stacy. What's rule five? Rule five. Everybody loves a pretty girl. Yeah. This is a tweet that Chris, Christina Pushaw, who definitely uh, works on the Rule 5 uh, scale of things, um, uh, and, and she's responding to Laura Loomer, who's definitely not on uh, the Rule 5 screen. Uh, thanks. And it, Loomer is tweeting, when at Team uh, DeSantis, advance team doesn't tell you Laura Loomer is in the building, uh, and it's a picture of Christina Pushaw, you know, just looking... Uh, alive and, and, and interested in what she's doing. And Christina uh, replied, I'm not going to hit you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, but, uh, but, uh, and uh, folks, in case you don't know, Christina Pushaw, who is a, a, a top person uh, in the uh, Ron DeSantis presidential campaign, um, uh, got there. Uh, uh, by a route that involved my good friend John going to show up for a trial, uh, a trial, a court date here in Maryland. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, mm -hmm. I, it, she was actually uh, in the process of interviewing for the uh, process uh, in, uh, for the for the job you know, with DeSantis at, at the time that uh, trial was going down. She had she uh, has a master's degree in i think international relations yeah it has done political consulting uh in eastern europe places like uh, georgia uh poland ukraine uh so and she's she's one of the brightest young people i've met in the last few years and even uh, brighter than me substantially Honey. and she's young too. <laughs> she's younger and prettier too okay okay well for people who don't un her, her her father is a uh law professor at pepperdine university in malibu california poor and, guy and she grew up in 
uh, uh, on-campus housing there. And she describes her, she had described herself in one conversation we were having as looking like she did, in fact, grow up on the beach in uh, Malibu. Uh, she, she does was, a bit. She does. So, okay. Well, meanwhile, that, that was rule five. Now, rule yes. five, not. Rule Oy. five, not. In addition to the do not date list, was the headline on my post tonight, uh, included a photo just so everyone knows who they're adding uh, to their do not date list of Gigi Chapman of Manchester, England. Now, folks, I cropped this picture, okay? And I cropped this picture, and you can see the generous cleavage here. Well, the effects of gravity on this woman are such that there's uh, at least 70% more cleavage there than is shown in the photos. And, uh, and oh, dear. Uh, I, I, you know, um, uh, I said, I, I had to say there's no such thing as too careful. Okay. Okay. So, so if you were asked me, why am I adding this woman's name to my do not date list when she's thousands of miles away on the other side of, uh, oceans, it's important to trust me. Okay. When I tell you something, you can take it to the bank. So anyways, I linked to her Instagram page um, that and, and, and told readers, you probably don't want to see it. And, uh, and, and then uh, she also has an, an OnlyFans account. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, dear, dear. And she seems devoted to the quote-unquote swingers lifestyle. So... I'm saying some people might be so lonely and desperate as to be tempted to investigate this lifestyle. And who knows, after a drink or two or seven or eight, maybe you'd be in such a mood as to say to yourself, gosh, that 230-pound woman over there seems kind of nice. There ain't beer goggles big enough. Yeah. Beer goggles look, trust me when I say. I, she has pretty brown eyes. Come on, I, I, I don't know. Well, well, she, that maybe they're, you know, different She has pretty brown eyes. For let's, different let's, 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 let's. But, but trust me when I tell you, folks, you want to put the name Gigi Chapman on your do not uh, uh, date list and, and, and don't use the link. Do yeah, not click and, that link. And I, I didn't, I, and I'm glad I didn't because I picked it up from what other people were saying. I, but, I, I, I checked with the, you know, I, under the advice as always of my attorney, Bert, the Samoan lawyer, I know my responsibility. So if you should suffer traumatic psychiatric effects as a result of <laughs> clicking a link that I told you not to click. When I say don't click that link, do not click that link. St but Stacy, do you know what the real problem is about what? Your, but your attitude on this? Oh, what's my real problem? You're a Christo fascist. I am a Christo you are fascist. Indeed. Yeah, you're probably celebrating our, our, our new Speaker of the House. Yes, yes, yes. The headline, <sighs> while Hamas supporters terrorize Jews, can you guess what Noam Berlatsky considers oh. 
a more important menace. And and uh, the headline on Noah Bratsky's article is the Christofascism of Mike Johnson. Now I told you about <laughs> Sam Bankman Free. Okay, yes. there there are some people. Okay, there are some people who you say, well, I'm not an anti-Semite, but I hate Sam Bankman Freed. Okay, the same thing with Noah Berlansky. Uh, Noah Berlansky, as you may know, I've I've written about him before, <sighs> and I'm turning that microphone one more time. Uh, but he seems to be okay with pedophiles. Uh, yes, we have he does. Noticed. Yes, uh, 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 and I always bring this up when he decides to comment on um, um, uh, on uh, politics. Um, huh. uh, anyways, uh, the white evangelical Christian nationalist tradition of new House Speaker Mike Johnson, Louisiana uh. Republican, must be stopped says Berlatsky, based on his stated supposedly biblical positions, I'm quoting Noah Berlatsky, the Bible in Johnson's head is a silly, vicious farrago of ignorance and bigotry and a blueprint for Christofascist tyranny. The right <sighs> loves to say we live in a republic, not a democracy, and what they mean is by that is that authoritarian disenfranchisement is awesome as long as it benefits the party of white biblical christo fascism and uh, but yeah none of the, that's oh, none of that has any basis he doesn't actually try to explain anything he means by any of those words and, we're and, just supposed to be scared by reading them not only that, there's not even a syllogism in it that to, I know. To, 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 to laugh at. I mean, yeah. there's, there's no, there's no, there's, there's no there's logic. No, yeah, there's there's no if if A and B then A plus B at all. Yeah, yeah. Nope. It's just it's just sheer uh, fear mongering, and, uh, and uh, actually we have a we ha we have a uh, technical term for this in engineering. Yeah, what's that? Bullshit. Yeah. So, anyways, mm -hmm. yes, it is complete bullshit. And uh, so, uh, you know, but the I, I had a point that I was going to make and I suddenly forgot what that point is. But uh, <laughs> I'm blocked by Noah Berlatsky on Twitter. And I think most uh, if you're not blocked by Noah Berlatsky on Twitter, please. It's because you're not, not on. It's because you're not on Twitter. Yeah. Whatever you do. Uh, don't uh, uh, accuse him of being a pedophile because he hates when people, Noah Berlatsky, that is, hates being accused of being a pedophile. So so well, whatever you do, do not do that. Well, okay. we survive lawsuits related to that. <laughs> anyway, Who, me? Yeah. I yeah. Ne never do have uh, me yeah. accusing yeah. someone of yeah. being without yeah. evidence. Well, well, they're just evidence usually doesn't necessarily in, in, enter into it with uh, uh, lots of people. In any case... Uh, uh, by the way, you still misspelled imminent. What? What? You had eminent rather than imminent. And you, and you misspelled remarked. 
Uh, that's true. Oh my God, typos, <laughs> typos. I hate typos. I I don't hate Jews, except for Noah Berlansky and Sam Bankman. <laughs> but um, uh, I I don't hate Jews, but I do hate typos. Mm. Well, know, if you'd asked me, I'd I'd fix them for you. Well, you know that 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 reminds me of the uh, vampires uh, work song. <laughs> typo, nah. typo, it's off to work. Never mind. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, anyway, um, typo, typo. What? That's also that week crazy week. thing. That's also the uh, uh, the Halloween. That's the blood blood thing. That's yes, a frightening uh, Halloween item you yeah, had there. Well, yes, it's not a, it's necessarily a <laughs> Halloween. Uh, we're at the end of the sh uh, show, and it's time to ask what's for dessert. And I, I have a not, I'm not making this up, you know. Post of mac and cheese gummies. What? What? Craft mac and cheese gummies. That sounds utterly revolting. Well, it it says they're fruit flavored, and so I'm trying to figure that out. But that I mean, doesn't work. Yeah, that's a they're available on uh, Amazon, but I didn't put a link to it. No, I would hope not. Uh, it could be worse. But uh, Stacy, really, that so obviously somebody uh, who came up with the idea for that was crazy. And it, 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 it's stuff like that is dangerous to my calm. So can <laughs> I conclude that uh, crazy people are dangerous? Yes, you may conclude this. And I introduce you to, uh, to the famous uh, folks our age will remember. Um, Karnak the Magnificent. Karnak the Magnificent. Hang on just a minute. And I, and I wanted to tell you that uh, what Karnak the Magnificent uh, would do. Uh, hang on a second here. Hang on a second. I mean, I, I've got to search for something. Mm. Uh, uh, Karnak the Magnificent would would give you a. Um, uh, he would uh, appearing as a swami, an Eastern swami. He would hold the envelope which but, had been sitting on Funkin Wagnall's porch, but that's a long yeah. story. But he's, this was a Johnny Carson. Hermetically routine. seal the envelope, and he would then declare the answers, then mm -hmm. open the envelope. And he had a sidekick who was, who was much more helpful than John. But anyways, but, but <laughs> he, would, he would open the envelope, take out the uh, question, and then read the question. And, and one of the things, and, and I said, I said, one of the times the answer was Macintosh, Dolly Parton, and the Ford Pinto. Yeah. In, but in a different order. Yeah. Yeah. Macintosh, the Ford Pinto, and Dolly Parton. And then he read the question name an apple, a lemon, and a pear. Boom, boom. Okay. Don't give up your day job. <laughs> okay. But yes, I I spoiled the punchline there. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, Doc Severinsen in the band over there. Oh my goodness. Well, anyways, but uh, yes, that was a, so now in the role of Karnak, the Ma magnificent, I open, I'm holding the envelope and I proceed the answer, crazy people are dangerous. Mm -hmm. And that's when I open the envelope and I and reveal the question, 
What will we learn if and when the FBI ever decides to release the manifesto of Nashville school shooter Audrey Hale, who, of course, the transgender... Pretended, uh, thought she was a man. Yeah, and uh, uh, killed a bunch of kids and teachers uh, at a... And the janitor. Uh, don't forget at, the janitor. And the janitor at a Christian school in Nashville. And so, yeah, crazy people are dangerous. Well, we I hear the boogie-woogie piano in the background that tells me that we have... Uh, we are approaching the end of the program. So uh, this is the part of the program where I tell you to join us next Saturday at the same time, 7 p.m. Eastern... Uh, for another episode of the other podcast, when we will once again be joined by the lovely Diana. Thank you for joining us, Diana. Thank you. I enjoyed being here. Good night, Diana. Good night, Stacy. Good night. Good folks. night. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye. Mr. Briggs.